A Word for Today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. This coming week in A Word for Today, we're going to study the last recorded words of Joshua. Uh, They are surprisingly and perhaps disappointingly downbeat. Indeed, uh, the passage we're going to be considering uh, this week, that's verses 14 to 28 of Joshua 24, the last chapter of Joshua, provide a radical and humbling analysis of sinful human nature. Unfortunately, things in this life are not ideal. We do not find um, a perfect ending to our existence in this life. And that is why the Bible always points ahead. And this passage is no exception, as well as providing this analysis of sinful human nature, which is uh, pessimistic to say the least. It does point ahead to the wonderful solution that is available in the here and now. It's Monday, the 30th of November, and we're going to be reading Joshua 24, verses 14 to 15. This is a recap. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, you remember last week we saw that that is Joshua's application of that epic statement from the very mouth of God himself. God speaking personally through Joshua about the sovereignty of his salvation, explaining that the fact that Israel even exists as a nation and the fact that it's reached the point that it has reached, occupying its own land, a land it has not worked in vineyards, Uh, that it did not uh, plant, enjoying the fruit of what they did not labor for. All that is the entire work of God, and it pictured the sovereignty of God and salvation. And Joshua therefore applies that, saying by, uh, by enjoining his people to choose God, to choose God. We saw that that was the crowning lesson of discipleship. You remember what chapter 23 taught us, which is that the way discipleship can only be done is by receiving the word of God and rejecting the way of the world. And that application was pushed home in the first half of chapter 24 with the command to choose, choose between God and the world. And we saw that the heart of a Christian's identity and at the heart of a Christian's faithful discipleship is this choice. It's a bit like marriage. You imagine uh, a marriage partner claiming to be faithful to his wife, but at the same time having affairs uh, with other people. That would be a betrayal of faithfulness. And Joshua is saying just exactly the same thing. You have to choose between God and the world. You can't have both. And to receive uh, God, to uh, receive Christ, as some people uh, describe being a Christian, without actually choosing 
is nothing less than a road to ruin, travelled sadly, most tragically, by many people. But there is one vital lesson that remains, and that's the lesson we're going to unpack uh, this week as we go through this second part of Joshua 24. We're going to consider the enemy that brings to ruin. It's an enemy that surrounds Christian believers everywhere. It's an enemy from which we cannot escape. It's an enemy that is superbly camouflaged, whose work is insidious and deadly. And worst of all, it's an enemy in whose hands, in our natural condition, we are helpless. It's an enemy that has a lodgment, we might say, a lodging deep in our hearts. And uh, what we're going to see in this final section of Joshua speaking, Joshua's last recorded words, is in this last message of Joshua, a vital message about Christian discipleship that crowns everything we've learned thus far. It's interesting that chapter 24 kind of hangs in a timeless void. It's set in space. It's all set at Shechem, and we considered the significance of that last week. But time-wise, it's not really fixed in time. And the Bible sometimes does that, and it suggests, at least to me, there is an application that is timeless, that reaches out to us. And it's going to provide the deepest, widest, most significant lesson we could ever learn. So please uh, come back tomorrow to a word for today as we begin to unpack this lesson and uh, see what it is that God would personally teach us that is vital to our discipleship in the building of God's church. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much that your word is so clear and relevant. Father, that does make your word so somber sometimes. And yet we thank you that you don't foster a false optimism, but you point us to the glorious Saviour and the wonderful salvation that is found only in him. Please would we understand and delight in that in this coming week. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.